AC Covers Country. Episode two, Casey Covers Country. Today I'm joined with obviously my co-host Remy and our newest addition, Brad Barnes, otherwise known as Meat. If you listen to him on our station, he's our, our game master of Remy versus Casey. He always does such a great job. Oh, stop it. You're making me blush. <laughs> I'm right here. Stop it. Something we talked about earlier today on the show is how all these artists are just dropping books out of nowhere. Jimmy Allen and Brett Young just wrote children's books, and you know, meet that Remy has actually written his own children's book. Yeah, so I'm interested in this. I heard a little bit of this conversation on the air this morning. You, so the book is already done. You're just waiting for an illustrator, right? Yeah. Is it all based on like country music? Is that kind of what it stems from? Oh, you're talking about for the artists? For, for like them, yeah. It's their specialty. Is that is that kind of? I think uh, Jimmy Allen's is what is it called? Jimmy Allen's. Your is voice called, is a trumpet. Your voice is a trumpet. I don't know how it obviously leans into music a little bit, obviously, yeah. like a mm-hmm. trumpet. I know Brett Young's is leaning to more. I think it's going to be like a girl book because he has two daughters now, okay. and I yeah. think it's named after that song, Lady. I think a lot of children's books stem from something like that. So, like, if uh, you grew up uh, like Jimmy Allen, a minority, and felt like you didn't have a voice growing up or something like that, or interests. Um mm-hmm. In my case, it was an interest in that I I enjoy coral, right? I I farm it in my basement, <laughs> but then I also have a greater interest of of preserving it in and the continuing wild. Continuing it, yeah. Continuing and I education. think that what the one thing that that a lot of the coral books, because we have a lot of them, um, children's books, miss are giving children credit for knowing more than you know, just like that. This is a coral. And this is an anemone, and this is a snail. They're very basic. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to flare in some like actual facts about coral, but also take them on an adventure with a really cool character. Uh, his name is Duncan. He's a little llama. <laughs> Duncan the llama. <laughs> yeah. You're learning about book. coral. Yeah. He's, a, he's a llama. He lives in the he lives in the Bahamas. But that's what it Bahama takes for Lama. kids. I'm sure, like you, your kids probably watch shows that, and you're like, "Why do you like Why this?" Does but it's a something crazy that just sea. attracts. Yeah, them. but yeah. it's 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 something that you know. I feel like we're all kind of enamored with the rainforest or the ocean or the ocean, Ant- or, uh, the ocean <laughs> or Antarctica or whatever, like a, a different ecosystem. So if you can take uh, a land mammal a llama and he's super familiar with the ocean you know what i mean that's and he's got friends that he hangs out with down there that'll take you on a little adventure and which totally makes sense clean up litter and all that kind of stuff so yeah it's it's written i just need it to be illustrated which which honestly with a children's book is probably the most painstaking part the story is fairly easy you want like kids are looking at the pictures and they're looking for the illustration exactly and that takes the longest too because if you think about you know illustrating 32 pages of a children's book takes a long time, but it also costs a lot of money. And that's why I'm jealous of all these country artists that get a chance to just have a publisher come to them. Right. We already have a ghostwriter for you. It's already written. Just put your name on it. And I don't know how tied into the storyline Jimmy Allen was or like Savannah Guthrie or Hoda Kotb or these, you know, people that have children's books as well. But a lot of times it's just somebody else that writes it and they just put their name put on their it name or on they it. work with them. It's like, it's right. like they're a, like, what character do you want? What are they called? Yeah. And, and then someone else kind of walks them through the entire process. It's like a country artist who works, who's a songwriter that works with like four other songwriters. Right. You know right. what I mean? Just collaborating it's on it. Very similar to that. So, yeah. Why has like the children book thing become such a craze? 
phase. Like all of a sudden, that's, like it's just like you know everything goes in trends. You and get into like, that's just a really you get into it and you think it's going to be easy. Especially if you have kids and you're in children's books all the time, like reading them, you're like, right. okay, someone's making money off <laughs> of this. I can totally do this. <laughs> and then you get into it and you're like, not easy. Right. Not easy at all. Yeah. Because you have, you can't use the same language that you use with other people. You have to use uh, like yeah. kid, kid yeah, stuff. Yeah, kid friendly words. And, and I feel like if you don't have kids or if you don't have close relationship with kids in your life, that could be really hard to do. Because I don't think I could really write a children's book at this point in my life as For I'm sure. not close to any kids. And I don't really know how to connect with them on that level yeah do you ever think when you're here at work like someday i could write a book about this or someday i could like tell my story and da 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 about all the things you kind of go through <laughs> because that's what lauren elena's doing she's about to drop her new book and it goes on about her american idol journey and dancing with the stars because as we mentioned also earlier today those reality shows can get you where you need to be when it comes to like the followers or the audience like the, the audience and, yeah yeah, yeah. However, it can have a real detrimental effect on your mental health. And so this is this book kind of goes into how her journey got her here, but also how it kind of tore her up a little bit. Right. And Trisha Yearwood is also a part of that, too. That's really cool. And I think that that gives, like, the fans a different chance to know somebody so much deeper. For, for example, Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. I saw her documentary on Netflix. And, like, everybody knows Taylor Swift. You know enough about her. But then you look at her differently. Right. So much differently based on whether it's political things or her mental struggles, whatever it was. Like, it's just a totally different view. And you're like, oh, yeah. They're human, you know, like mm-hmm. I can connect with them now. So I think there's an, an even closer connection when they do something like this. Who else is writing books right now? There's one other person. Oh, Kelsey Ballerini put out like a poetry book. Yeah. How, like, how, how do they have time for this? <laughs> this, this these were their quarantine projects. I'm, I'm telling so you. Because yeah. otherwise, I don't think they would have time for something like this. I can barely find time to mow the lawn sometimes, let alone like write a children's book. <laughs> write a children's book, book while record I'm working an album. On the studio album. Blah, blah, blah. That's what I'm thinking about right now is how I'm going to mow the lawn today. <laughs> like, it's raining, Seriously, I can't yeah, mow. It's so crappy outside. <laughs> but it is fun to see like artists kind of do, do things in other facets than just besides music. And I actually saw some new country artists are being added to Cameo for charity purposes. So you know how sometimes they'll add Chris Stapleton right. to Cameo and then all the money goes to towards his favorite charity or whatever it is. How much do you think Chris Stapleton goes for right now on Cameo? 800. 800? It's I'm, for charity, so I'm I'm, charity. I'm inflating it a little bit. I'm going to say 499. 700. If you have what? $700 to blow $700. on Chris Stapleton. It's for charity though. Having met him several times, I don't know that uh, that would be the best Cameo in the world. Unless he sang for you. He, yeah. yeah, he's pretty... Uh, he's very low energy. A man yeah. of few words. Yeah. yeah. Cool demeanor. Yeah. What about Tyler Hubbard of Florida Georgia Line? Not for charity, just... It is for it's charity. For charity? Okay. Um, he's 1,000. 875. He's 125. What? Buck yeah. 25? Buck 25. Wow. $125 to get a message from I wonder from what the pair of them Tyler. together are. If that, like, inflates... Ooh, yeah. <laughs> 150 need, each or 5,000 Do they need their therapist together. in the same room? Oh my goodness! Don't Sorry, take, don't take shots. I'm not taking any shots. I'm okay, just okay. So, wondering how about... if they're getting along this week. <laughs> <laughs> how about Josh Turner? Who's going to be in St. Louis on September 17th? By the way, hundred and forty-five dollars. Mm. I'm gonna say he's a little more. I'm gonna say he's two fifty. He's one eighty-nine. Mm. Kind of between you guys. Nice. 
Well, still a very big name, though. Still a big name. Especially, did you see that like side-by-side video he did with his wife? Yeah. The, the Your Man right. video. First, I didn't know that that was his wife that did that video with him 15 years ago. So it is really cool that they got to kind of reenact it together. But he just looks so different. He does. He ages well, though. Like, he really does age well. He does age well. How I'm, old is Josh Turner? Are we guessing? Yeah. 48. That's a good guess. I'll say 50. He's 43. He's 43? You guys are so mean. I'm going to tell him you said that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then we're going to bump gray-haired heads together. (laughs) Either way, I'm super excited to go see him. When I found out that he was going to headline Songs for Soldiers over in Columbia, I was so excited. Yeah, we're pre-gaming at my house if you want to come. Oh, yeah. If you're down and show up. walking over. Nice, easy walk over. Perfect. Oh, yeah. Earlier, I mentioned to meet what are your essential country artists or country songs or like bit of country even not even country just like music songs artists that you feel either define you or define music as a whole or were really influential on a certain moment in time because for me Josh Turner is kind of on that list he was really big for me like growing up especially in like junior high high school ages I also have Tim McGraw and Kenny Chesney because for me, those are always like going to be my staples no matter what. And anytime that there's an opportunity to go see them or talk to them, hands down, I'm not missing it. Yeah. Kenny Chesney is an amazing concert. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of his music. I like a lot of his songs, but I'm not a person that goes and gets every album or anything like that. I went to his concert at Bush Stadium. I could not stop like singing and dancing the entire time. It's so good. I've never been to a concert like that. You just can't stop moving. Yeah. Yeah. And you know every song. Everyone. For like two hours straight i only went to a a kenny show at uh hollywood casino amphitheater and i don't remember too much of it (laughs) well i i don't know what i don't i don't really know what happened but i didn't have that same like like visceral response that you did really but i would imagine the stadium tour is way different than an amphitheater show yeah Mm -hmm. yeah a little bit more of a budget and you know, when we're talking about what is this? It's next year now, 2022. May 7th, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'll definitely be there for that, and that'll be exciting. Yeah, we had the radio hookup, so we had the uh, the the field seats. Mm-hmm. You know, we were like 30 rows back. Maybe. Yeah. So it was a totally different, totally different experience. Who would you give me some artists or songs or anything? Okay, so you talked about some of your foundation artists growing up. Brooks and Dunn for me. That's Ooh. like, it's an era uh, and I love 90s country, yeah. but it's just, there's so much, like, some of their songs are just so hurtful, and there's, like, heartache, and then other songs, it's, like, 90s, and you're yeah. going Red Dirt Road and stuff like that, and it's just fun. It's It always just sounds good to the ear. Something yeah. about Brooks and Dunn comes on, and I'm just comforted. It's A lot of it's upbeat, you know, even though they've got their slow stuff. Like, I think of the sound of that era, you know, like, Brooks and Dunn and Travis Tritt and so many of these guys, and there's just a distinct sound. Mm-hmm. Joe Diffie. And I think that they're kind of a kind of a major they're part good. of that. Yeah. Before you move on, have you heard Casey Musgraves version of Neon Moon? Yes, that whole album they did Incredible. where they brought other artists in, it's amazing. Yeah. I for whatever reason it came on in the car the other day and I've just had it on repeat ever since because I forgot how good it was and how simple she can make things, but it almost sounds It's like she's not trying. She's not and trying and it just works. <laughs> takes it to a yeah. different level. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but uh yeah, Brooks and Dunn um Luke Combs, to me, is, like, the new sound of country. And I think that, like, country artists right now, there's a lot of young up-and-coming artists, but, like, Luke Combs is the headline for that. And every song he has is a hit. Like, I I know every song. Mm -hmm. I sing them all. Like, I love them. And I think that it's so rare when you find an artist like that because, you know, we – 
Justin Moore, we just saw him. He's got like, what, seven number ones, eight number ones, huge songs, and you kind of forget about them. And that's a that's a great feat by itself. And Luke Combs has already toasted some of those numbers. Like, it's, just, it's amazing what he's doing. His sound is very distinct, and, and that he's on the list. He also brings a certain diversity to country radio, which you wouldn't expect because you see him and you're like, oh, of course, that's a country music right. artist. But, like, really, he's not a Dustin Lynch, Dan and Shay. Like, I feel like there's this perfect little cutout of like the Carly Pierce, yeah. the Kelsey Valerini. When you first heard Luke Combs' voice, you probably didn't picture him right. as he yeah. is. Yeah. And then you do, and you almost like him more because you're like, oh, that looks like my friend whoever, or he's that looks like Joe. someone yeah. I went to high school with. Yeah, for sure. He, yeah, he doesn't have the chiseled Tim McGraw physique, you know, right. things like that. Like he's just the average dude, what, just started playing when he was 18 or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, it makes you think you can do it. People exactly. are people are so drawn to authenticity, and there's there's no way around that with right. Luke Combs. If somebody can rock Crocs the way that he does, you know, and have success with them, yeah. like more power to if you. If he ever gets abs, I don't know if I'll like that. Kind of agree. <laughs> I mean, I'll follow him no matter what his journey is, but like I kind of agree. Do you guys have an artist or maybe like an album that it just kind of like it hit at the right time in life or like a certain experience that it may not be your favorite album overall, but it's just one that's like really, really good. For me, the it's timing like of it. every Taylor Swift album. Every one that comes out is kind of perfectly aligned with where my life is in that moment. Okay. And that sounds really silly, but it just always works out that way. Man, I, I can think of, we were talking about foundational artists and I can think of the first time that my dad brought home a CD player and put it in the stereo stack. And we listened to Charlie Daniels band uh, Devil Went Down Devil Went Down to Georgia. And I can remember hearing Johnny Cash and Willie Nelson and all these artists that I really didn't I guess I didn't realize they were country artists at the time. Right. Because uh-huh. the first CD that I ever bought was Boys to Men 2. <laughs> and that yeah. like I know every single song off of that album. And I think that that was one of those one of those like if you're talking about an album that may not like I don't go back necessarily and listen to that, but it definitely is one of those those albums where I'm like, I know exactly where I was. I know that I paid seventy four dollars for my disc man. <laughs> it was the floor model at Target. They gave me a discount because of that. And my first CD was Boys to Men. And I remember holding the disc man like this so it wouldn't Precious. skip. Yeah. It <laughs> just, holding it, it like, perfectly parallel. Because if you if you moved it at all, it would skip the C D. Right. So you had to make sure that, you know, you you were holding it correctly. Yeah, Keith Urban for me in college was was pretty big. I got no money in my pocket. Yeah, I got a hole in my jeans. My girlfriend at the time was obsessed with Keith Urban, and we listened to that that CD hours and hours in the car. So yeah, you yeah. kind of like pair different people up with certain songs wherever you were at. Like, yeah, at yeah. a certain point in life. Yeah, growing up, so like I'm from Kansas City. My grandparents lived in St. Louis, so we would drive up for Christmas, you know, in the summer for the Fourth or whatever. But it was like, you know, the mid 90s. We had my mom's like Mazda protege that was tiny. And we had a Colin Ray tape, cassette tape. Like we would play every single trip. But I could go back and I could guarantee I could sing word for word half of those songs <laughs> right now. Right. But I haven't heard it in a decade. But if just you like heard it, it all it would take comes you right flashing back. back. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, I feel like that's the only time I ever listened to that distinct music. But it's like, it just resonates with that specific time. I kind of feel that way also about Gabby Barrett right now, which is hilarious because she's six years younger than me. She's married. She just had her first baby, one American Idol, or placed like third in American Idol, Mm -hmm. and is this instant pop star. But her debut album came out, and I remember hearing it and thinking, how are we possibly thinking the exact same things? And how is she like singing songs about the exact same thing that I'm going through in this moment? 
we also got to talk to Gabby Barrett earlier this week. So thank you guys for coming to hang out with me. Now I think I'll play some of that audio. Hey, Gabby. Hi. Hey, how you doing? Doing well, doing well. It's 92.3 WIL, a very special morning. Uh, We're welcoming Gabby Barrett on the phone. Yay! Yeah, this is this is where the fireworks go off, as it is, you know, Fourth of July weekend and everything, right? <laughs> yes. I I have to ask right off the bat. Uh, congratulations on the new babe, and uh, I, I don't like Ooh. to measure how old a baby is in months. I like to measure how old a baby is in diaper blowouts. So, how many have we had so far? Oh. Oh man, uh, <laughs> quite a few. There's quite a few. It, so, oh god, I don't even know. Definitely double digits. Yeah, it's funny because, like, as as a new parent, you don't really you don't really know dirtiness until you have a child, and they just they kind of explode yeah. from time to time. <laughs> yep, and it always happens to be she decides to go when she's in the car seat. And so when I take her out of the car seat, it's all up the front, up the back. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, it's just a me- Also, they get very messy. I'm learning now. She's five and a half months old, and so she's starting to eat stage one baby food. And <laughs> that is also very messy. Yeah. Oh, well, we want to commend you also because we talk a lot about how you and Marin and Carrie were at, like some of the first women in country music to be performing at like seven, eight months pregnant and then bringing new babies out onto the road and kind of normalizing being a new mom while absolutely crushing your job in the music industry. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm kind of in the, you know, thick of it, figuring out how to perform and also um, be a mom. I mean, motherhood and, and my family is definitely always my first um, and top priority, but it's really fun getting to be able to do both and, you know, live your dream job out while your family comes on the road with you. So it is um, definitely super nice, and I'm very thankful and blessed for that. What does the bus look like? Because I know what my kitchen looked like when we had our, our newborns in the house. What does your bus look like with baby on board? So it's not torn to bits yet, <laughs> thankfully, because she can't, she's not extremely mobile, so she can't crawl yet. So I will, I will, we'll, we will have to revisit this definitely when she's crawling and then when she's walking, because um, I'm sure there will be different updates. But um, right now it is pretty kept together. We have kind of like three bunks over on the side, and one of the bunks is kind of her crib. It has like a mesh covering over it. Um, so she will sleep in there um which is really nice and she's already kind of tested that out and does really well on the tour bus so that's 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 a plus that's good so far so we were just listening to footprints on the moon in our studio and we were watching the lyric video which shows kind of like all of your accomplishments and everything that has um come your way in the last few years is there one of those accomplishments or awards or anything that really hit you the hardest or made you realize, wow, like anything really is possible. I'm doing this. Hmm. Goodness. There's been so many wonderful moments the past few years. Um, I mean, something that was big for me was definitely being able to go on these award shows and perform, you know, like the ACMs and then winning um, new female artists and then being able to perform on the CMA awards too was like, extremely exciting for me and to be nominated and um as well as though like the number one like when I got the call that I hope went number one on country radio that was 
absolutely amazing. My mom was blown, and I was like, do I really actually have, like, a number one? Like, is this real? And then the good ones went number one, and now we're on to single three. And so, I mean, all of those moments are just very special moments to me that I will hold on to forever. So with all this space travel that's uh, this happening right now, would you ever go to the moon and put your own footprints there? <laughs> no, I'd be too scared to do that. <laughs> it's a very cool idea, but... Uh... Yeah, that's, definitely not yeah, for that's, me. That's how I am, too. Remy's a big space guy, so we always say if he ever gets the chance, he's going to head off to space, but I'm going to hold down the station down here. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I will be with you. <laughs> well, Gabby, we uh, we wish we had more time with you, and uh, we appreciate you coming on and taking the time today and wish you all the best and continued success and can't wait to see you when you stop by St. Louis again. Thank you. Sounds good. I appreciate y'all's support very much, so Thank you. All awesome. right. Have see ya. Great day. All right. Take care. Casey covers country. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world class instructors, we're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.